0: Made on Zencaster.
1: We, we we do uh, currently we're we're in the middle of doing free therapy, uh, and uh, AKA short TED talks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ted, tic- okay. Wait, Ted
3: TikTok? Ted Ted Tik? Talks, you're today. overthinking
2: it. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, that one's gonna hurt you.
3: <laughs> it's definitely not Ted titties. It's not. It's. Ted, I said it's Ted, tick to- Ted, Ted oh, TikTok. I thought you said Ted. No. I thought you said Ted tits. No, <laughs> okay, never mind. No,
2: right. <laughs> get your wow. head out of Booba Talks okay?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna throw that at the very beginning of our show. <laughs> Ted tits. <laughs> and
0: just opened with that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Welcome to Zeo to Hero where we talk about Ted Tits yeah. and Boobatox.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy and I'm Jimmy. We are the Falcon Skull of podcasting and we want to welcome you to the no skullery that is the Zeo to
1: Hero podcast. Where creators and fans come together to share their love of their fandoms. Yeah. Okay. Anyways,
4: <laughs> uh, I'd like to welcome in on this very special episode of uh, Zeo to Hero uh, the only two people that I know that can give us a run for the money, uh, all the way from the Power Trip podcast, uh, Nathan and Michael. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
1: If uh, if you see our podcast in Apple Podcasts, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, it's theirs is their next recommended. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, so, so,
2: I feel like I should quote that meme. I see you're a man of culture. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. iTunes. You more, did something like a, right, finally.
3: More like a man of wealth and taste. Yeah, there we ah. go. And apparently,
2: I see we're starting a band, squabbling hobos. That sounds great. <laughs> I should warn you. I can't play instruments, and my singing voice yeah. would make anyone's ears bleed. Hey. Just yeah. well, uh, mean... the plot twist—it's all air
4: band. So, it's uh, all right. oh, okay, yeah. air
3: band. I can do. I did air band in college. So yes,
2: yes.
4: <laughs> it...
3: Nathan, Nathan is really good at playing the skin flute. I'll just say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey,
2: hey. Hey, this coming from the guy. This coming from the guy who's only has two reasons for liking Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, and their names are Boobatox. <laughs> hey,
3: Boob One hey, and Kimberly Boob Two. Okay. Yeah, that's
1: fine. Wear, you know clothing too. Come on, man. Yeah, right.
3: Hey, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, uh, so,
1: Jason, Jason runs around with a skin tight shirt on and it <laughs> out things to me I didn't think about. <laughs>
3: So my name is Michael. I am one of the hosts of the Power Trip podcast, a journey through the Power Rangers franchise, along with my good friend Nathan Marchand here. Yes, uh, and we are super stoked to be with you guys today. I don't know if I don't know if we can quite give you a run for your money because I've heard your show, and you guys are nuts. Let's just say that. Uh, speak for um,
2: yourself, Michael. I came here with a three-hour lecture prepared on the symbolism of astronomers' wigs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if you think he if you think he's joking he's not i i (laughs) completely see
1: a huge document on this you
2: have to you have to understand i'm a recent (laughs) master's student graduate and i teach at university right now sir sir, i need i
1: need to see these venn diagrams right now
2: (laughs) (laughs) do you You have a solid Listen to our In Space episode, and it will all make sense. I hope he has a
4: really solid PowerPoint with, like, a laser pointer.
2: A PowerPoint? (laughs) Do you have his? Ah! Yes. I I drew it first. Oh, boy. (laughs) Another one bites the dust. Another
4: one bites the dust. (laughs) Oh, man. So, I guess, like, let me just ask y'all, how how did y'all get into this whole idea cuz i know that y'all have uh, also different shows as well like what inspired you to to just get on on like and just preach it
2: well i've been at this podcast game actually since about 2017 i started a kaiju and a very godzilla focused show Some years ago, I now refer to that euphemistically as my previous podcast life because that ended very abruptly and very unhappily, and that's all I have to say on the matter. And then about a year later, uh, in 2019, I launched another show while I was still in the middle of grad school because I'm insane. (laughs) It's called the Monster Island Film Vault, so I got back into the podcast game, and for a couple of months there after I started it, I was, you know, I mean, I had a few other podcast friends, but I didn't, none of them were in the kind of the tokusatsu community. And I started, you know, making some new friends over the next couple of months. And then Michael was actually a listener of mine. In those early days and then i'll have him explain the story in more detail Wait, michael got
1: pulled in as the uh the the free help right
2: no actually not quite, not quite not quite, <laughs> not quite. but i'll let him explain his part of the story there but yeah. basically at that point he had become what was intended to be the temporary co-host on kaiju weekly and they had an episode coming up that uh, they wanted to have a guest on and michael said hey how about we have nathan on and then we did and then it was all downhill from there so <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but as for the power trip the that came about because michael is one of the brains behind kaiju ramen magazine and he wanted to write a series of articles And I'll explain why. I'll let him explain why he wanted to do this, but he wanted to write a series of articles going through each of the eras of Power Rangers. And because he had been bitten by the podcast bug, he decided, "Well, let's do a podcast." As I a thought, you're going to let me explain that. this. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not like, giving we'll all the
1: Please. details. But right, that's the basic. I feel like Genesis you're doing broad topic. strokes right now. <laughs> I am,
3: man. I am doing so good at explaining my own show. Um, <laughs> yeah, you it's a great it's job. Fine, uh, but no, it's I, 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 I joke with Nate, but I started uh, podcasting in 2019 as well. Um, this was oh, like December, November of 2019 or something like that. I mm-hmm. had no interest in podcasting. Um, so I started listening to a several, like just Godzilla Kaiju focused podcasts. Cause that's also a genre that I participate in. And I come across this show called Kaiju weekly hosted by now hosted by myself and, and my good friend, Travis. And I wrote into the show and was like, Hey, I like, you know, I like it. Can you answer these questions? And you know, eventually, Travis said, you know, if we keep answering these questions uh, from this random guy in West Virginia, we're going to have to have him on. And so eventually they had me on. Uh, Travis and I really hit it off. And so I became the permanent co-host of a show called Kaiju Weekly, uh, where we celebrate the monster genre and all that's silly, serious and everything else in between forms um so nathan already told you the part of his story where he we did an episode of i think it was like state of the the state of the fandom yeah yeah state of the fandom or something like that some hokey little idea that we came up with and um i had heard nathan's show the monster island film vault as i was researching other podcasts about this Mm -hmm. about that genre to listen to and i and i became very attached to his because his has a very um, it's not just analytical. It's not just a review show, but it's also an audio drama mixed in with that as well. Yeah. So I became enamored by his show and we invited him on. We had a conversation. We all hit it off. Now here's the fun part that Nathan was trying to alluding to. Um, my audio sounded like complete shit on that. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> and my audio sounds like complete trash. And, I come up with this stupid idea of or we come up with this idea of I'm in quarantine. This is before actual quarantine, mind you. We I I am in quarantine and I'm before in this Before the
2: dark times, yeah, before in, the COVID.
3: <laughs> I'm in this bubble on Monster Island because I took a wrong flight and I and now I have to record from this podcast uh or from this bubble this it, on a, on a fictitious island somewhere full of monsters. And it just kind of spitballed from there. And there was like a lot of like creative ideas. I know I'm distilling it down because there's it's a long story. Yeah, and, it is. Um, it's a long story. but uh, a lot if of story
1: I, beats. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: just to give it a little bit more context, I started the film fault with just kind of this goofy idea because when I was in college, I interned at a radio station. So I thought, what can I do to make the show distinct? So I decided, mm-hmm. how about I do it like it's a radio show? And then I thought, well, how about I say I'm actually on Monster Island, where all of the kaiju hang out in Godzilla films, and it was just meant to be just this setup so I can make some reference jokes here and there. But then I, but then I ended up giving myself a, a, a producer psychic character who would <laughs> interrupt me on the show. And it was a character from a Little Known Toho movie. And then it just kept ballooning to the point where as more people kept listening, they would actually create characters and they would appear on the show. Michael has played several characters on the show, including my nemesis, or at least my most immediate nemesis. (laughs)
3: A, a snooty little British man called W H G three William. Well, I'm sorry, William H George the third. By the way, uh, Georgie, Georgie boy. If you're feeling nasty. Um, so um,
2: yeah, but before at this point, but then the the thing became because the Kaiju Weekly was the first Kaiju pod, or the first yeah first Kaiju podcast I guested on since I started the show. So I was trying, how do I handle guest star appearances? So I decided I'm not breaking the kayfabe. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go on. Because I basically, when you hear me on the film vault, I'm playing a fictionalized version of myself. So I don't break the kayfabe most of the time when I go on other podcasts. So when I went on there, I'm like, yeah, I flew here from Monster Island. And crazy things happened. And then he decided to play along with it. And so, yeah, he was stuck on the island while I was here. And- yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I, it, for those listening to the audio version of this show, I'm doing scare quotes fictionalized. Version of it, so. Um, by
2: <laughs> right. right. fictionalized, I mean me cranked to 11 sometimes, pretty, 12 pretty
3: pretty much, pretty much yeah. Yeah. down <laughs>
2: from 15
1: to 11, right? But,
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, for you guys, you get 22. I've just <laughs> oh, no, uh, if this is your 22. <laughs> wow, oh, okay, yeah, so.
3: So to fast forward, just to keep it concise, just to fast forward a little bit, I've been doing Kaiju Weekly for about two years, uh, with with Travis, and then I decided as I'm diving into the Ranger, like the range back into the Ranger fan franchise, because I started rewatching all of Power Rangers back of back in May of 2020 during quarantine, and it started out as a whim. It started out as a whim. I'm like, I haven't seen Power Rangers in god probably uh 20 years 15 years
1: you were on netflix okay it's on netflix <laughs> yeah
3: it's on netflix uh, it, exactly yeah, for the five minutes it was still on <laughs> yeah right pretty oh much <laughs> So the more I kept watching, the more enamored I became with it. And the, and as a 35-year-old adult, I became I started picking up on some things that I didn't notice as a kid. So <laughs> that kind of piqued yeah. my and that kind of piqued my interest. And so I decided I wanted to write an article series for the magazine that I helped create called Kaiju Ramen, uh, that kind of explores that franchise in more detail. And then the more I started to think about it, I was like, well, you know what? what if we did a podcast that acted as a companion piece to the article series that I'm going to be writing just to expand on these series even more. And so after kind of, I, I reached out to a few friends, they all turned me down except for Nathan. So now I'm stuck with Nathan to do the show. Um, it thanks, is guys. a
2: privilege to podcast with me, sir. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Very privileged. selective about who I collaborate with. You're on the short list.
3: But in, but in all honesty, I know I, bu- I bust his balls a lot, but honestly, Nate- And I bust
2: him right back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nate is probably one of the best co-hosts I've ever interacted with because he can match the the level of enthusiasm for this franchise just the same as me because I love it. Like, I unabashedly mm-hmm. love the Ranger.
2: Well, franchise. and yeah. here's the the interesting thing is is that I I blame Michael for having me rediscover this because I told myself a few years ago that- with we live in this golden age when everything tokusatsu is getting released or re-released and it's just i was just like okay everything is out there now i'm gonna have to pick one uh, because i love superheroes too i grew up loving superheroes so i'm like okay superheroes and kaiju and all this stuff is coming and so i just told myself okay you need to pick one that you're going to dive into fully because I know myself well enough to know that like when I start something and I like it, I will not stop.
1: (laughs) You don't want to spray yourself too thin on it. Yeah. So I said, okay,
2: here's my choice. I'm going to pick Ultraman and then I will dabble in the others because I don't have enough time in my (laughs) life. I feel like to get into all of them. And then there was a point I was, uh, I was texting with Michael and I was telling him that I wanted to add a character to the cast of the film vault that would be, cause I have uh, at the time it was supposed to be this just offhand remark. There is a board of directors that runs everything on the Island and they slowly evolved into these unseen. Nemeses for my, you know, for my M I F V. Do we I need to get
1: the spoiler warning territory or no,
2: <laughs> no, don't worry <laughs> about it. So, uh, so I said, OK, I need ideas for this. I'm thinking about doing a legacy character as the head of PR for the island. But I wanted to be somebody who could is kind of like could be evil, but not really evil. And he said, how about Astronema? Oh, you mean the villain from Power Rangers in space? Because I had I had hardly thought about anything Power Rangers in years. So I'm like, OK, so I looked up a picture of her I'm like, oh, OK, that might work. Well, I guess I better watch the show if I'm going to write this character because I don't really remember a whole lot. And I haven't come back, so <laughs> so I watched all of in space. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to go watch what came before, aren't I? <laughs> and then I heard about the power purge, and then I literally went through <laughs> Alien Rangers through Turbo in less than a month. Oh man! <laughs> wow. All right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it was all going away. Because I'm like Mighty Morphin stands, but I'll have to. So I'll watch these for now. And, yeah, so that became a bonding moment for Michael and I. <laughs> we calling, at this point, we're calling each other up and having these conversations. And
1: so we've hey, joked several hey, times on you're the power of, trip. Uh, you're, you're dreaming about spandex and colors <laughs> <Yeah>. and... <laughs> Rome. <laughs> Rome <getting helmets. laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. So, uh, so we've joked several times on the podcast that the power trip is just us putting our private conversations to record. Wow.
3: <laughs> and it pretty, and it pretty much is. It's, it's pretty much what, what you hear on the power trip, uh, Oh, ex- except for just a little bit of uh, strategic editing, because sometimes those very in- sometimes dreams. those in- sometimes those very intimate thoughts just don't need to make it on air. Just <laughs> uh, especially
2: oh, the stories he told me about his uh, teenage fantasies about Kim. Oh, geez, uh, that is not suitable for any ears. To- uh, one
3: time at band I- camp. <laughs> that one time, that one time at Bandcamp camp, there was this girl. Her name was Kimberly, and we all, all of my all, a lot all of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, but but seriously, it, but seriously, it's, it's let's just a, say
2: he he likes telling the story about how Amy Joe Johnson ushered him into manhood. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay that,
3: yeah. Oh boy. Okay. We're, uh, we're we're This is a family show, Nate. Come on. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> be fair. Be fair.
1: I, I will throw this out there. The 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 first time Billy showed up, not Billy over here, but David Yo showed up in a tank top. I discovered some things about myself real quick. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> All right.
3: And that's, you know what? That's fair. That is, that's totally fair. uh, Because because... Billy
1: Cranston is the
2: buffest nerd ever. Oh (laughs) my God.
1: I was like,
3: Which is funny
2: because as you guys probably know, if you listen to our intro episode, the one of the... Or early drafts shall we say of Power Rangers would have used a different sentai would have used Bioman and Billy Cranston was supposed to be some you know, some Jim Hound Heartthrob <laughs> yeah
1: yeah didn't they uh, didn't they reuse some of the uh, ideas from uh, from, uh for, like the Evil Ranger for like season 1 or something like that where Billy and Kimberly were evil oh from uh.
3: that one? You're I don't talking, know. I
1: just derailed the whole conversation. It's fine. Are you
3: talking? Well, well I had to, to, are you are you talking about when? Um, oh, what is that episode? But when Billy and Kim come to high school dressed in this punk get up, is that yeah, what you're yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But I would, I would have to go do some a little bit of research on that. Um, okay, I know, I know that uh, if anyone's ever watched the unaired pilot of power rangers the which one was that,
2: our uh, backdoor pilot on henshin men my other one of my other podcasts
3: yeah so if you've if anyone's ever watched the backdoor pilot to to power rangers it's on youtube you can go watch it uh it, it was a part of like the 20th anniversary or 15th anniversary special or something like that and mm-hmm. um you can kind of see where like where they were making some adjustments based yeah. on some old footage of like Bioman and things that they were going to do prior to settling with Zyuranger. Um So it, it's just a really interesting history behind where they started, like that halfway point of they were almost there, and then that where we finally ended up. It's, it's just a really interesting story.
1: Uh, I, I remember, do you remember the Micro Machines? Yes, yeah. yes. So the Jason Micro Machine figure had the shirt from the unaired pilot, the white shirt <laughs> with the red lines on it. Uh, <laughs> they never put him in a real red shirt. <laughs> it was always that shirt. I don't know why. Like I always remember that going. huh, Why do we use that shirt? Oh
3: wait, you we know, wear red shirts. <laughs> you know,
1: when we covered that, uh, when we
2: covered that on Henshin Men, I, I said this is what happens when you film the first draft.
0: Uh, yeah. Except <laughs> right?
2: so we found out it's actually the second. So <laughs> 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 because they got as far, uh, I think they. They apparently filmed the pilot for Bioman, but the yeah. only part of it you can find anywhere is what's basically the opening credits sequence. That's and about it, it yeah. Is yeah. Weird. yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, I've seen that. And every time I saw I saw uh when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's uh, okay.
4: <laughs> well here's a here's a question that I heard, uh, and it and it bugs me, and I'm gonna see if it bugs y'all. But sure, to ahead. live in Angel Grove or to own or operate a business of any sort, Angel Grove, what would be the insurance rates? To, to- Oh, they would offer kaiju insurance, yes. just like
1: in Japan. <laughs> Like yeah, I feel like annoying. at that point it would become a yeah. tax scheme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hey, I have this insurance. You pay up, and then yeah. the insurance companies will get money from the government, and it just it, it just got out of hand. Real quick. Well, it
3: would probably it would probably turn into something more like in, in Pacific Rim, where you have like cal, uh, kaiju scalpers and kaiju extortionists. Oh, um, that's so right. Some, so something like that. I just want to
2: happen. see. First off, who would be crazy enough to move to Angel Grove? I'm just saying. But can you imagine someone buying a house in Angel Grove? Some young couple just got married, bought their first house, moved to Angel Grove because one of them got a great job, and he's sitting there, and they're like, and they're finalizing the deal on the house, and they say like, hey, what's this? What uh, power insurance? What's this? Is this a brand? Like, no. That's for in case the Power Rangers show up and accidentally wreck your house. Oh, does that happen a lot? You don't pay attention to the news, do you? I
1: you like yeah. the current yeah. economics of house buying, it would be a great deal. Yeah. It's like, how much is the house sold? Done. Uh, you yeah. Care? Yeah. No, who cares. You know, the, the real, it's, real it's, estate
2: market and the real estate market in Angel Grove is not that great. Nah, know. You know, but one thing you want to be like a homeowner. People they pay people to live it's in a, the houses. It's, it's like, like a last but ten times worse. You know. <laughs>
3: one thing that's really always funny about the about the about the franchise is it after everything that this town and this and the rangers have been through it's always you always have that one person in angel grove and sometimes it's ernie says Oh, that's, there's no way that a monster, there's no way it could be aliens. Like, really guys? <laughs> Did you forget what universe you're in? Yeah. <laughs> like were you red. not outside like 10
1: minutes ago when there was another monster that attacked? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and we and it's had like... giant mechas outside fighting <laughs> each other. What happened with that? Do you think we made this? We can barely do tanks right. How do you think we're going to do a mechazord? <laughs> how are we, we going to do this?
3: What brought that up is we were talking about, is when we were talking about Zeo, and we were talking about the um, the little the uh, serials that were leading up to the debut of Z. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the serials was Ern was uh, actually it was Balkan Skull. They were coming to Ernie like we saw an alien, and Ernie looks at them deadpan. It's like you're crazy. There's no such thing as aliens. <laughs> I'll believe in aliens when the governor comes on and tells me there and tells me something's wrong. And then like a second later. News flash coming in from our governor. We have aliens that are attacking Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, do you realize, like, 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 uh, like Jim said, do you realize what universe you're in? Really?
1: I <laughs> feel t- like, Iran. how do you think spandex p- can protect people like that? It's not going to happen. <laughs> I feel like uh,
4: an alien invasion, destroying buildings with giant robots, would be covered by every news media source, even InfoWars and Alex Jones, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm telling like yeah, you, I'm telling you,
2: there's aliens out there in Angel Grove, and one of them is led by a space witch, and then we got the gold armored flying monkey guy. Yeah, <laughs> and monkeys, yeah it's crazy, there, man. There, there, oh, there's yeah. something yeah. about oh, but, the frogs in Angel Grove too. Yeah. If you oh, see but, some yeah. of the monsters that fight, that come so out and fight yourself, there, you gotta
1: buy my mangrove. Yeah, mangrove, you gotta, gotta, gotta supplement <laughs> Oh, oh <protect> God. <laughs>
3: You know, And we have
1: just entered into the level of Alex Jones. <laughs> I
3: would like to, to see, I would love, honestly, I would, and this is crazy talk, but I would love to see like a, an Alex Jones type character canonized in the Ranger franchise somewhere. They could do, do it not. in the comics. Uh, why Give, not? Why not? Di-
2: <laughs> uh, why not? Dino Fury has... Buzz... Uh, was a uh, BuzzFeed? BuzzBlast? No, yeah, BuzzBlast. Buzz Buzz yeah, Buzz Buzz yeah. Why not? Just throw in Alex Jones... Throw in an Alex Jones proxy while you're at it. Yeah. Who doesn't believe... Who wants... Uh, who's just like all of his so-called conspiracy theories are just him recapping old episodes of power rangers <laughs> i'm so down for that <laughs> so, 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 so there so did you hear about what happened at the high school where they had a, a, an angel grove they're having a party and suddenly a giant pig head in a, <laughs> a roman Centurion helmet just came in and ate everything I'm you, I'm you. What happened
1: with this wave of light? Why are there more monsters now? I thought oh, they were be gone. What happened? Oh, I don't believe God. it. We never went to the moon. The oh.
3: government is hiding something from us, damn it. They're <laughs> a venture. I call bull.
2: Remember that yeah, moon mission a few years ago when those guys came back and they were absolutely terrified? They couldn't tell us anything. I know that those are the idiots that let out the space witch. And I'm telling you right now, they need to be put away for years. Right now, (laughs) we would not be having any of these problems if they did not pull the lid off of that dumpster. The statue is leaking fluid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why is American astronauts Japanese?
3: (laughs) Why don't their lips match the world? (laughs) <laughs> why
1: do they move their hands without fucking? Uh, and why? then why? And,
2: and then there was that really weird one. I heard the story from a guy who saw this. An eyewitness. <laughs> tell you right now. So, the Rangers go and they meet these weird psycho-looking guys, and then one of them gets kicked into a warehouse and mysteriously disappeared. I'm telling you, another dimension. <laughs> so hard, I'm you another dimension. Everything looked a little bit more washed out. Uh, I don't know okay. why. I'm a
4: little worried that your Alex Jones impersonation is very good.
3: <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm, I'm a little, bit worried myself. It's like, yeah,
4: it's that's like, worried. this could be an actual I thing. Swear, we can,
2: we can I
0: swear, I swear, I
2: almost, I don't watch all that much Alex Jones. And what Alex Jones I all do, see is just him. <laughs> And what Alex Jones I do here is him guesting on other shows. So, oh,
3: oh my god. god
1: uh we're not condoning that you should start this show but uh if this becomes part of your series (laughs)
3: oh it's it's, no uh, we're gonna keep alex jones so far far away from our show (laughs) um, it's gonna be ridiculous the sad part is
4: (laughs) alex jones's uh, warehouse is like probably 30 minutes
2: from me (laughs) oh no yeah it's a real thing Uh, (laughs) now this begs the question is that where he's hiding the ark of the, of the covenant now? I just I have to oh, know.
4: Well, uh-huh. le- well legend says, you know. <laughs> Probably is. Uh,
2: because apparently the ark of the covenant is the original Z-wave, but it only works on Nazis. So <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> As it should.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Diverting from this. <laughs> yes.
3: This 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 went off the rails real quick. I'm so sorry. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> To our to our handful of listeners who thoroughly enjoy our off the railness, don't worry. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, I have friends who this. run a po- I have friends who run a podcast called Derailed Trains of Thought. I'm used to this. Oh,
1: <laughs> to be fair, the, a couple episodes before this one, uh, we we went into uh, dancer belts. From dancer belts, we ended up on brownies. Oh yeah, yeah yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I I. I, I, I
2: I'm afraid to look at the <laughs> transcription.
3: Of I want to know. I want to know where that connection came from, but I'm sure we don't have time.
1: Don't no <laughs> worry. Just uh, listen to the uh, listen to the uh, Master Force episode from Zero Hero. It was a lot of fun.
3: Okay. All right. If, we'll if you do. want
1: to uh, watch the behind the mics on Mondays, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Same, shameless plugging. Shameless plugging.
3: Yep, oh, like honest. look. M- that is one of my spiritual gifts, sir. It's true. It is true. Uh, but, you know, with, just to bring it back to what we actually uh, were talking about before, before we got on the topic of Alex Jones. Yeah. Um we're 30 minutes into this. And we, yeah. You've only covered, like, the intro to your show. Right. Exactly. So... So long story short, I don't even know what I've, t- I don't even know what I've said at this point, long story short, the <laughs> the power trip started as just a way for me to, uh, love on the franchise that I grew up with and wanted to celebrate, uh, through, po- through a podcast. And I drug Nathan here on the ride. So it's been a lot of fun so far. Uh, we just recorded our, uh, turbo and in space episode. So those should be coming out very soon. Um, our next episode out, as a, at the time of this recording, is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, which is a classic in mm-hmm. and of itself.
1: Adam's a frog. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it, man. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> we actually didn't talk
2: about that yeah. part all that we much. A weirdly lot of, enough.
0: We've...
2: Yeah we we were we were we talked about some other things like. The goddess wow. that is Dulcia. You know, Ivan
1: Ooze quotes <laughs> got me. Like, as a kid, I didn't get it. I was like, oh. <laughs> where's I, like, oh, kind of I went back and rewatched it, and, like, all his quotes are amazing. <laughs> I just want to hear
2: all of the unused oh, takes that, that they used before Aisha did the crotch oh, kick oh, yeah. of doom.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Cause I've heard they were not
1: PG and I'm curious so behind, uh, yeah, <laughs> behind the scenes. Power Rangers: the original movie.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Power Rangers after dark. <laughs> yeah. I have, know, yeah <laughs> Power Rangers after dark. That's where they're going to debut that. Um, but no, we spent a lot of time talking about Ivan and just that whole thing. Like I was reading, um, I was reading the visual arts book uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. And in the section where it talks about the movie, they said that, uh, they did not have, they had like a little bit of a script for, for, for Ivan, for, for yeah. Ooze, but they essentially just left the actor to do what he wanted to do and ad, lib, and ad lib exactly how he wanted to. And that's, and that's what we're presented with. We get like the the whole line of, um, the whole line with uh, the, Brady the Brady Bunch, Bunch reunion—that reunion. That was co- that was totally ad libbed. Like, that was him Black. making it stuff.
1: The Brady Bunch reunion.
4: <laughs> well, this is news to me. Okay.
1: I didn't know that. So That's you cool. know, uh, the guy who played Ivan is the priest from Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's also-
3: <laughs> Oh, really? He's also and one he of the. Hot Fuzz mistaken, again. He's also one of the Nazis in Raiders.
1: Correct. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Very, oh, wow. very oh. well, well-talented actor. Oh, he is. Um, yeah,
3: he, he has a ho- he has a really good pedigree as far as like being an act- actual actor. Okay,
1: it, it, it's like uh, it's like when you you see that movie, it's like uh, you have that thought of uh, the same thought you had when you watched Good Burger. Dave, uh Dave, uh, Dave Lagoda. How the hell do you get at this? <laughs> how did they <I> get <laughs> you for this? Uh, why are you here?
4: Oh, I was gonna say it's always fun to uh, like watch a show and actually see uh other characters that played in the Power Rangers movies or the TV series in other shows too it's always fun to see that because you can see the wide variety of how they act too
3: well brian cranston voiced several uh yeah oh yeah early early villains oh, yeah. in the in high yeah,
2: guy i know for sure he yeah was,
3: he was the voice of, Snizzard. of
2: yeah and then he and, and then he ended up playing zordon in your
1: favorite movie mm-hmm. so uh, you're not going you, there <laughs> did you watch uh breaking bad i did yes did the entire first season of Breaking Bad, did you think he was just going to do something really funny the entire time? Were you just waiting for it?
3: I was. I was waiting for
1: it. I, I was, was like, come on, we're just going to do something funny. It's Malcolm's dad. Come on.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah but like the whole, like funny. I was, I was, I got on the Breaking Bad train late. Like oh. I did not see Breaking Bad until it hit Netflix. And uh, me, you were really yeah, late on that one. Yeah. yeah. I was really late on it. And I was like, me and my ex wife were just kind of looking for something to watch. And we decided to watch Breaking Bad and uh, I ended up loving it. Uh, I love serialized shows like that. Wow. Um, like, you know, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, The Sopranos, just stuff. Like, I love stuff like, like those, those slow burn television shows. Yeah. Um, which is why we appreciate certain things like, you know, in space where it is a little bit more serialized. It's very everything-
2: serialized
3: and it it all links together in some way. There's like an, there isn't, there is a through line uh, throughout that entire season. Whereas in the past seasons, it's like you might get a handful of multi-parters, but the rest is just not quite all linked together
1: all Mm -hmm. that well. uh, That's actually why I've been liking the comics a lot too, is the fact that comics will fill in those gaps really Mm -hmm. well. Like they still have the monster of the week kind of thing, but it fills in the gaps. And I'm like, "Mm, Yes. (laughs) Yeah, keep bringing this to me. I want more of this, and then it fills up the lore. And then, oh, yeah, the comics, boom! Comics are nailing this. I, I would
3: say, like, because there's this there's this talk now of a new Ranger film coming out in a, in 2023 or 2024. So I'm curious if they will just take what Boom Comics has been has been doing and adapt it to the big screen, or maybe even do it uh, through their Ooh. television show. Wh- how whatever that television show is going to look like um next year or the year after i know the rumor is this has not been confirmed that um the relationship between hasbro and toei is going to be done this year so there yeah. won't be any sentai footage used at all which kind of lent the kind of lends credence to the fact that toei is doing some really ridiculous things with oh my Jesus gosh yes uh, that
1: new series thing that, the, yeah the, the um, new uh, don That's, brothers
3: don brothers yeah thanks
1: yeah and is that the one with, like, the three animated, like, rangers yes. and then, uh.
3: Yes. Well, I think it's, no, not I think it's mad. just two. Yeah. I think it's just two. I think there's there's the fox or the, the dog or something. I think the it's The black
1: fox. ranger, the blue ranger, are, and the yellow ranger. Uh, no, the pink ranger are all animated. Well, on, the blue ranger's uh, a suit, uh, a wearable suit. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, the Blue okay. Ranger is a wearable suit cuz it looks kind of like a baboon. <laughs> yeah. Um,
4: what
3: it looks like kind of like a monkey. And if you look and what's funny is I was telling this to Nathan, if you look Shit. at the photos of those suits on the back of the blue one, his butt is red.
1: Yeah. Kinda it weird. is a baboon butt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what so, what what killed it for me was the fact that Red Ranger has a man bun. And my hair's long enough to I do I wear man bun a lot. And okay. I'm, still, I'm like All right. You do no. you, man. Like, yeah, I, that, doesn't, that doesn't doesn't sit well with me. I don't care. Like I was like, no. Hey, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, uh,
2: hey. I've seen enough Power Rangers to know that there have been some ridiculous haircuts that have somehow fit into those helmets. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like the helmet has a man bun on it. And I'm like, Oh. Never oh, mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's got,
2: uh, but... So that's just weird. So they built in a man bun hole for no
3: an actual No, no, man no, 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 bun. No, no, no. It's like, an it, actual it's a no. solid man bun. Yes, the helmet has like an helmet. actual piece that looks like a man what bun. Was,
2: what was what was that uh, Toei show <laughs> made a few years ago that was basically a parody of Super Sentai, oh, but yeah, it wasn't uh, a Super Sentai, Abby, and they did Abby, that
3: by Ranger
1: like that. Yeah,
2: something like that. But then they were weird and actually had those characters show up uh, in uh, a yeah, Super Sentai yeah. crossover movie. So I guess they're canon now good lord toei what are you doing and that <laughs> was the, you know, the they had, like ridicu- helmets with ridiculous like anime hair so it's- oh the i know the red ranger
1: somewhere. was emo like not emo but he looked emo the yellow ranger was like super mean and then the blue ranger i think it was a crossdresser who became a girl in the suit something like that <laughs> okay I, it was super super weird and progressive for japan
3: <laughs> right exactly yeah. uh which I'm I am totally in the camp of thinking that Toei is just doing things just in, with the with the mindset of there is no way those Americans are going to be able to adapt this. Uh, this is our thing now. So you've had your time for the like, last 30 years, which it's is funny because, less, because
2: but, I thought yeah. they liked Power Ranger money, but OK. I mean they like but, Saban but
1: money.
3: They like sab- <laughs> they like Saban money, but here's the thing Hasbro Hasbro will probably wind up doing its own, you know, its own yeah, Power probably. Ranger thing, most likely, because one, it would probably be more cost they have the money to spend on production. Yeah. And yeah. two, oh it's, it's probably more cost effective for them in the long run because they yeah. don't have to pay those royalties. Yeah, yeah. because they, they gotta
2: money. pay a lot. And yeah. I feel like at some point I understand that when power rangers launched saban using the footage was one so he could adapt it and two was done for practical reasons so they could save some money
1: I but i feel like at man.
2: some i feel like at some point in the production of all of these shows in the history of the franchise it just got to the point where it's like we're just doing it because it's tradition mm-hmm. it's yeah. not well, for, uh, for uh, no other disney. reason disney
1: disney got their hands on it and they just kept doing it and they have money to throw around it's disney they bought Star Wars with couch money. <laughs> 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 That's that they did. they went the yeah. to George Lucas is like just tell us when to stop writing zeros. That's how they bought Star Wars. <laughs> and they kept doing it with that. And so they moved the production yeah. to New Zealand and still kept using the uh, the Super Sentai footage, but you know, I think it was tradition at that point. Yeah. So
3: yeah,
4: they also moved um, Power Range filming from New Zealand to Canada for, for this Dino, next season. For series. Dino Fury?
3: For Dino Fury?
4: Oh, uh, after Dino okay. Fury, the last the last adaptation is going okay. to be
1: like, I think that's all the thing it was supposed to be the gems or something like that, the rocks or something like that. Oh, was that? I'm um, not too sure.
3: Oh, what is that one called? Um, I wanted
1: the trains.
3: <laughs> oh God!
1: <laughs> I, I <thought laughs> they the can't! They cool. can't!
3: They can't! Yeah. You know what? You know what? They'd be a they the need wanted...
1: readapt. do? Readapt that.
3: Which one? Uh, which one is it? is the one with cops and robbers
1: that's a lupin lupin ranger or something like that lupin they can't it's, do that one yeah lupin ranger it's I lupin can't. ranger
3: versus something like the I police can't.
1: rangers that's that's yeah. lupin versus the police i, I can't remember Basically, what the police is called yeah. but yeah they can't use that here because then it depicts rangers as bad guys and so yeah. they don't want to do that yeah that's what saban said and i'm pretty sure hasbro's sticking with that mm-hmm. pretty sure what's what's the one with the the galaxy like they're oh, called yeah, yeah, key ranger one, uh, the one like the cast of like 25 they want to try to adapt <laughs> that
4: yeah and the fans are like wanting them to do it but thing is like with how we do the episodes here like we only have what
3: 44 like episodes yeah, with, or di- so. uh,
1: with nickelodeon yeah, nickelodeon they're supposed to going with uh they're supposed to be leaving nickelodeon and going to netflix right
3: yeah, they're, they're going to be totally... They're already they're, transitioning yes. there. Yeah, they're well, a totally Netflix-exclusive thing, now.
1: <laughs> Netflix don't care. They're like, oh, yeah. you want to do eight one-hour-long movies? All right, cool. Sure, that's fine. Look at the, <laughs> Look at the yeah. money they threw at The Witcher. Sure. Look at yeah. that.
3: Oh, oh the, the, the money that they threw at The Witcher is ridiculous. I was watching yeah. season two the other day, and it is... It is drastically a step up from the season from season one, and what I really and this is sort of a ra- this is a rabbit trail, but uh, what I really have enjoyed about The Witcher is a lot of the use of practical effects as well as the CGI. Like yeah, I can at this point,
2: that. Netflix oh. is just desperate to get themselves some sort of a franchise that they can they can just, stick to, you know, they, they can, can stick, stick to and stick milk it, it because they've been trying well, and they have uh, been uh, failing. No yeah, so you know, look at when they've tried to much. adapt to anime. Oh, that went over well. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, totally yeah. went well. So they're they are desperate to find their yeah. MCU at this point, yeah. point. and I think that they're hoping so, that so power Rangers is going to be well, they that. They got that, for them.
1: that one guy. Uh, they got that one dude who uh, directed um, that one. Oh dang it! It's that one series. Uh, I'm not okay. That one i don't think oh he um he like i'm not okay with the the girl with the superpowers and like she's not okay and like it, it was really good it was really good and he's like well i wanted to build this whole series around it and like all the other stuff and it was really well done for one season mm-hmm. and uh, ne- uh hasbro was like i think it's Hasbro or netflix was like you want to head up the power rangers multiverse and he's like yes
3: oh so, what is his name oh it uh, whistle it whistle
1: that's who it is yeah and he's yeah. Like, that show he did, uh, I'm Not Okay, was fantastic. Mm. Like, it was awkward and, like, super-powered and really well story-driven with, like, all these little feelers for other stuff that could totally play off. But the whole season, once it ended, like, you felt like it was complete. You're like, oh, this is good, but there's so much more that could be done. Right. But it doesn't need to. Oh, it was great. I recommend it. Watch it. It's good.
3: Okay. Well, I... Well, we do a lot of hand movements. On like you don't see it most of the time, but I do a ton yeah. of hand you know. uh, movements.
2: Um, um, sure, let me tell you, I talk like an Italian, but I have no Italian in me. I
1: don't know how that happened. <laughs> Let's bring you together, with the Sams. It's okay,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Sams.
3: Oh, well, I, that that actually leads into a really good question. I'll ask. I'll ask you to. Um, Cause I think this is something Nathan and I have talked about We've we, Nathan and I've talked about this before at length. At, at length at, at pretty, at pretty long length. <laughs> long three length. hours
2: on Astronomers wigs. I'm just saying <laughs>
3: but um, like, how do you guys feel about an adaption of power Rangers that leans a little bit more into, into mature, into a more mature area? Like, should they keep, should they keep it? Like, it. should they keep it like super kid friendly or should they have? Or should they have a separate franchise for just adults, or try to merge the yeah. two?
4: I would love to have an animated version for like the kids, and then have like the Netflix version mm-hmm. for the more mature. Here's the thing, And then, you know, that'd be pretty I mean, cool. Because be lot... I'm
2: not opposed to taking the franchise in that direction, although. <sighs> I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Power Rangers Unauthorized, that f- little fan film that got released like five, six oh, years ago. yeah, yeah, that was yeah, really fun. where no. apparently yeah. it was meant to be satire and nobody realized it was satire. That doesn't uh, seem yeah. like satire to me. Uh, uh, it was well, fun. I
1: liked it. But, yeah, but anyway,
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm sure some people would say that's the direction they need to go. Here's no. the thing. Uh, but here's the thing I'm looking at, though. You're, I, I'm looking at, especially if it's Netflix doing this. I'm looking at what they tried to do with Cowboy Bebop, yeah. where it just felt like the when uh, they say yeah, mature, was... they mean written by 12 year old boys who just disco- who just hit puberty and discovered swearing. Yeah. That's what we and I'm like, that's not what I want. Okay, <laughs> now if now what I no, would I like to see is something like the Power Rangers audio drama that Carl Dutton has been doing for the last how long
3: is it now mike at least two years now I it's think? been at least about two years yeah they're on season they're getting ready to they're, they're getting ready to wrap up season three i think two two okay
1: did y'all read aftershock
3: i haven't read power rangers aftershock is that right or yeah power rangers okay. aftershock okay, okay. yeah
1: just, uh, instead of that let me rephrase it have you read radiant black y- no okay uh, so how Radiant Black does it? Uh, I kind of want to see a show like like that, where it's more adult oriented, but it's not like drugs, alcohol, and sex. It's sure. not just that. It's not overly done. It's more the dude's down on his luck because he can't get a job in L.A. and he's an Uber driver and he's freaking broke, so he has to move back in with his parents. Sure. In a different state, so he has to leave, give up all his hopes and dreams, go back, and then he gets powers through the Radiant Black series, and it goes from there. And every like the the First guy he meets who has power similar to his is robbing banks. Mm-hmm. That's what his thing is. He's like, oh, "I'm robbing banks. No one can stop me. It's fine." Remind me Something who like wrote that. this? Who the wrote this? The same dude who did a uh, Shattered Grid. The guy who was uh, running Shattered Grid, Ryan oh, Perry. Yeah, yeah, that dude. He's he's one writing. Yeah. It. And I would like to see a Power Ranger series more like that, where okay. it's a little bit more adult oriented, a little bit grittier, a little bit dirtier, but not over the top. Makes any sense?
3: I No, it makes perfect sense because I think that there are ways that you could adapt even shattered grid into into an act, into a likable, more yeah. mature orient, more adult, mature oriented. I just
1: need competent writers. Be fair with you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> to you know, you could you could definitely adapt that. And, and to Jim's point, there is a difference between mature and yeah. adult, and just being whatever and all that stuff. Like I, I'm with you. I don't want just. Yeah a bunch of immature people that just yeah, want to throw... Yeah, you and but I have talked... Blood
1: everywhere. No, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because you and I have talked about this, Michael. I mean, uh, we've talked about that in private about a couple mm-hmm. of Power Ranger seasons, but we actually got into it when we talked about In Space, and we said that In Space is remarkably grown up compared yeah. to yeah. What, came- what came before. And we like using the term grown up, not mature, not adult, because those... Saying it like that in that context carries baggage and connotations that we're that we're not trying to get at but when you say grown up that's what we're getting at and for a few years after that after in space i feel like saban was actually aiming the show a little bit more in that direction because you'll notice
1: galaxy time force light speed rescue were a little more matured up yeah. Yeah. They, Cause you'll notice they weren't in high school that, anymore. It's yeah. They
2: great. were, yeah, they were young adults. Yeah. Like you get to Lightspeed rescue and we're not dealing. I mean, you, you see it a little bit in lost galaxy where we have basically like 18 year olds who just enlisted in the military or whatever. And then you get to Lightspeed rescue and it's full fledged for the most part, full fledged, like young adult, 20 somethings mm-hmm. who are working real jobs. Okay. They're not in yeah. high school anymore. Now, the the question with the adaptation
4: that you're talking about, you know how every season has like a, uh, like a comic relief uh, kind of per- people. Now, yeah. the only suggestion I would have for that, if you if you put a comic relief into the like the Netflix series, I just suggest that you put Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles off of Trailer Park Boys.
2: <laughs> That's who I want in there. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, oh right. boy. <laughs> Well, but one thing that they definitely <laughs> need to make sure they do is don't make the villains jokes, because if you yeah. undermine your villains, oh, you undermine yes. everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, before before I get really into this one, uh, Radiant Black is done by Kyle Higgins.
2: That's what I, I knew. I, I was thinking oh, it was Kyle Higgins. Higgins.
1: Okay. Sorry, I it's a correction in there, because I've been wrong about that before, because he's really good at it. You know, it's because um, it, it, it's easy.
3: Well, it's easy to get. It's our it's easy to get the two confused because yeah. they've both written they've both written so much great yeah. material.
1: fantastic. Mm-hmm. okay, but the villains, I do kind of like how they're doing the villains in not Zed but in Dino uh, Dino Fury. Zed was uh yeah. I'm gonna see how that plays out before I comment on that, but I do kind of like how the villains are being d- handled in Dino Fury mm-hmm. where they're kind of competent, kind of funny, not over the top because the whole series is not over the top. So it's, it's, it's fun. The puns are great.
2: You just have to, you just have to acknowledge the fact that void Knight
1: is Mr. Freeze. So slither slither Slider slither. slither has the best puns. Oh my <laughs> God. The best uh, puns. <laughs> just if you want puns. puns, if you want
2: puns, you got to listen to our show. You should have heard all of the pun jokes that we were making in the CO episode when we were talking about the finale. <laughs> Now the question I have
4: is, what happened to Zed? Like he brings him back, he loses the uh, the control
1: collar, and then he just disappears. Like where did he go? Well, he just goes and does. Well, I him, but...
2: guarantee you
1: he'll come back. Yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna probably be season two's big bad. Watch. Oh. Uh... Yeah.
3: Well, if you notice, because he he does he says this. Zed does say this. He's like, you know, this would be a different. I'm paraphrasing. This would be a different story if I had my staff. Yeah. So oh. I'm assuming. He's off somewhere. He's off somewhere in the ether, looking for his staff.
1: Yeah, because I don't. Well, his staff was. Did he? Was his staff destroyed with a Z wave? Was it?
3: Uh, technically, it would have been, but they brought it back. Remember in Beast Morphers, because there it was you part go. Of yeah, a, there.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh. Because at this point in time, this is this is pre Rita Z. So back before that, where mm-hmm. he was menacing and evil, mm-hmm. before they. Soften yeah. him up for TV because yeah. parents called in complaining about how scary he uh, was.
2: Yes, because even Lord Zed must bow at uh, must bow the knee to the moms' to the groups. Character. He even he cannot defeat the moms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> ah. uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I, I want to see what he. I, I really. I think he's going to come back in season two's big bad or the bigger bad in season two, something like mm-hmm. that. But uh, I want to see what happens to rest of Void Knight's story. I want to know what happened. I, I want to know what happened. I, I want to know. I'm curious. I'm legitimately curious.
3: I'm, I'm legitimately curious too, because after the rev, when we, when we saw the revelation that he is actually trying to revive his dead <laughs> wife, um, spoiler, sorry for anyone who's not watched it. Void Knight has a dead wife trapped in a cryogenic chamber, but anyway, um, Wait, he said
1: Mr. Free, so, you know, yeah, yeah. Same, same story. <laughs> yeah, but
3: still, yeah, you know, people, the, un- for the uninitiated, we'll say that. Um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh, he's so a bad is...
1: guy, but he's not
3: a totally bad guy. Well,
2: yeah. the funny thing is, is you, t- I kind of figured this would happen because you told me that you heard on another podcast that that's what his Sentai counterpart is doing.
3: Well, I know I said that his, I said that his Sentai counterpart I had heard on another podcast because I have not seen Rio Soldier. I will say this. I have not seen Rio Soldier. But from what I have heard, um, his counterpart does have a wife who turns out to be an even bigger threat than he is. Ooh, oh.
1: that sounds interesting. Uh, I did watch, like, two episodes of uh, Rio Soldier, and, like, the first episode, like, three people die. Like, uh, the two mentors die, like, that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's dark. Wow. Well, there
4: is also uh, a Void Knight with gold armor, or, like, a brownish bronze Mm. so they're trying to off the super sentai so maybe he becomes that like maybe he changes color or maybe when
2: he, well, he... I, I mean it, it wouldn't be the first time that they've done something like that, or maybe they'll just make him a new character they've done that too oh
1: yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. like uh, how uh, the night ranger or the the, the battleizer night ranger for dino thunder was supposed to be a different character <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that was uh yeah
2: <laughs> man michael we didn't talk about the the ridiculous battleizer and in, in space that I'm, looks like a honestly, giant action figure honestly
3: i'm i'm totally cool with that because like what we talked about in in space was more substantive than that so,
2: i know but i had to i would have had to have made have fun of it just
3: once
1: in the chamber for this <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs>
3: Well, it's it's because a lot of the later seasons, and you know, not the not the the early seasons didn't do this as well, but a lot of the later seasons, it becomes extremely obvious that everything is meant to sell toys.
1: Like yeah. that oh, is yeah.
3: that yeah. is the key thing. That is the thing. Like everything, it is meant to sell toys. <laughs> the battleizers, the forever red episode, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, in inter- yeah. the 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 uh, cars and the 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 ancillary cars, the uh, red lightning and blue uh, mm. lightning um, cruiser. Lightning cruiser and storm blaster. Yes. They are totally meant to sell toys. I mean, you get toys. it. <laughs> so do I, my, my, all those toys of mine are at my parents' house, uh, a couple hours away, but you know, I'll have to, I'll get them eventually, but I do have them all. <laughs> um, you know, just every, like all the ridiculous weapons and battleizers and things, all that stuff was just meant to sell toys yeah. and it become increasingly obvious. And it is no, and it is so obvious in, uh, Dino Fury, how toyetic oh, that yeah, yeah. series has become. Yeah, and, um, and which
2: is a Toei thing. They uh, fully embraced the toyeticness, whereas their competition over at Subaraya Productions resisted that for a long time. And now it's a little bit of a joke that they have "quote unquote" Bandai mandates.
3: Well, Subaraya is the same way, but Toei, I feel like, does it ten times more over than what Subaraya. Oh yeah. Does.
1: So my 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 side running theory is the fact that Hasbro wants to get away from Toei and everything because then they can make their own toys mm-hmm. that would be that use other molds they already have. Like they they can they've been making toys for years, for mm-hmm. oh, yeah. years, and I'm pretty sure they're like we're tired of doing these toys. We want to do better toys, or we mm-hmm. want to do toys that we can make more money off of than these. Because like, look at Lightning Collection.
3: Look the Zord As- and the Zord Ascension project that's oh, coming out yeah, because yeah. now the Zord Ascension oh. project will not be tied to like Bandai and those legacy molds because that's all Bandai was doing was yeah. was was reusing all those legacy molds. I think the like uh, like when you get into like the Bandai legacy stuff, those were brand new molds. But up until that point, like the DX things and, and like all the <laughs> all the DX Zords and things, those are just old Bandai molds. Yeah. Um So now with and this is one thing when I heard that Hasbro was buying the series, this is one thing I thought of was, okay, so they're a toy, they're a toy company. They're buying a, they're buying Power Rangers. Okay. So we're going to get a, a crap ton of Power Ranger toys over the next, however many long years it's going to be. Um, and then like maybe six months later, the lightning collection shows up on shelves. So yeah, it makes yeah, total exactly. sense. Yeah, uh, Just
1: a running theory I've had for a while because Hasbro bought it and like, I know they could do toys. I know that's what they did. That's why they did the Transformers movies is to make more toys. Right. And you look at look how well the Transformers Siege toys are selling. Like mm-hmm. the cast iron ones, like the the actual iron casted uh uh original series toys are They've been going off the shelf like that, man. Well, look
3: how much. Well, look how fast the uh, the reissues of the Beast Wars stuff is going yeah. off. the shelf.
1: Oh, it's like, yeah. Oh, Gone. Yeah. Oh, look at Star Wars Black. Oh my goodness. Like. Yeah, I've noticed noise. that in
2: particular. I don't know if there's a technical term for it, but things like the Lightning Collection, there's now, well, because that which was modeled after what is it, Marvel Legends or something? That style yeah. of action yeah. figure, where it's very detailed but uh, yeah, but very affordable you know with a lot of customers customizable with a lot of points of articulation a lot affordable of customizable p- yeah pieces yeah for now <laughs> everything's getting more expensive but yeah but that style of toy you're starting to see in a lot of things because that model of action figure is very applicable to a lot of different things
1: So the funny but that started with spawn actually spawn started that with uh their uh, their production company started doing that where they did these super high quality toys were uh, a little bit under like the super high high quality toy like cell price but they still weren't selling super well mm-hmm. and then but people wanted them they really really wanted them and then yeah. you got the marvel uh this was you're talking uh, about uh, uh McFarland right that's the company yeah yeah uh, McFarland productions or whatever like did the toys and they were doing really well but people uh the the demographic for Power Rangers is us Basically for these toys, it's us. Yeah. And so now we're hitting the age group where we're gonna start buying these toys. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we wanna make better toys for this age group. Who else did this? Oh, hey, we're doing this with Marvel, Spawn did this, it sold really well. We can do this with Power Rangers, we're doing it right now with uh Transformers, we can make better toys for this demographic of older people with a little bit more disposable income. And I say that with a huge grain of salt because you know. We don't actually have disposable income. Like, disposable income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yep. I totally love oh.
3: that. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Disposable <laughs> income. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, the the helmets, the lightning collection, the morphers. He, uh, the- he FaceTimed
2: toys? me wearing that thing just to show Good it work, off. and
1: <laughs> Hey,
2: you think that's bad? Hold on. Look at that. I mean, this
3: that's like, bad. Like seriously, <laughs> like seriously, this thing, is, oh, this man. thing is gorgeous. This thing is gorgeous, and and you're and to and to what Jim was talking about, um, you know the, the demographic that these things are focused on is us. Like we are thirty something year old. You're not gonna buy that for your kid. Kids. You're not
1: doing that. You're right.
3: Not. It, it's like <laughs> uh, I have, like I had, I I just got in today. My um my three zero. Um. Oh yeah. Grand, grand, my three zero red ranger with with dragon shield oh nice <laughs> and on the back of it it's it's it simply it strictly says this is not a toy not only suitable for ages 15 and above what yeah i probably exactly. wouldn't even give this to a 15 year old honestly Oh yeah, no so uh, the toy store
4: i went to today in san Antonio actually had those stocked really the three zeros okay. all of them uh, and i was that's pretty cool ah uh
2: well, you you have to understand Michael uh, Michael is a self-avowed connoisseur of adult toys, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some are latex and some are toys, right?
3: Yeah well, there's a funny story attached to that it's a long sto- like just to, to to sum it up uh, when I moved uh, when I moved to into the apartment, I don't have a parcel box here. So, um, I have to go down to the post office to pick my packages. Well, a lot, when I moved in in January, last January, not this past, not this January, when I moved in last last year. Yeah. When I moved in, um, that was at the time all my pre-orders came due. So I was making like three or four trips to the post office at a time. And, uh, one of the last times I went there, she, one of the clerks, she was super nice, super sweet girl. And she says, so what are you down here picking up, Pat? What are you buying that you're down here so much for? And I said, I looked at her deadpan straight face. I said, "Adult toys." <laughs> <laughs> that could have went a whole different direction.
2: <laughs> That's the point.
3: She never asked me again. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, they are discreet packaging for a reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: when I... but he but bought it's... the
2: he bought the Zord helmet for role play. I... <laughs>
3: Shh, uh-huh. Tell Julie. <laughs> That's like I when I. Like,
2: so who's the lucky Rita in your life? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I-, I know Julie will not listen to this podcast, so you know it's <laughs> fine. Uh-huh. Uh, it's
4: <laughs> like when I went to go pick up lucky? my uh my Ninja Turtle Power Rangers at the post office. They came in the actual Hasbro box, and it said Hasbro toys all over it and uh, oh, I was like oh, yeah. I, I walked out of there and I was like man I feel incredibly in um
1: like self-conscious that I'm, I'm 30 no, it's, plus it's
3: fine it's, <laughs> no it's, it's fine man it's, when it's you, fine when you're
1: walking around the toy section of like Walmart with a bunch of kids oh my like, god that's the worst part yeah and then they're reaching for the Power Ranger toys and, and I, I just hit them in the head with just just the a sl- sauce about your elbow you're dude, like ah oh, I lay a,
4: down. a sweet <laughs> suplex on them just
1: get out of there <laughs> it's
3: like, <laughs> like they're, it's their like, elbow it, height it's like you when you wait for their parents to leave, and you're like, and you snatch it out of their hands. Like, no, I was looking for that. What I have you? adult money, and you don't. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> real close true. to him, just rip one. Yeah. Like, and then they, just, they they have like they just stop everything and they walk away.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, no, pretty much. Well, don't rip one
4: on command because you never rule one. Never trust the fart. <laughs> <No>.
3: That's true. <laughs> that is true. Especially, don't trust the fart after you've ate Wendy's.
1: Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, yeah, no, most, no, most most definitely
1: after you uh, after you eat Del Taco.
3: Oh boy, yeah, uh, no, no, uh, no, no shit taco there. Casa? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: we ain't get it. We ain't get into the bad stuff. I tell you, place. there you go.
3: But but you know it's you know all this stuff is is folk is uh you know focused on us uh, 35, 30 something adults. With at uh, with adult money, pretty much, and so adult you
1: money, get, mm, yeah. and
3: so you get things like the Zord Ascension Project, which is like a two hundred dollar toy that uh, will probably
1: NFT now a toy, right?
3: Yeah. Well, I got I was able to get the the normal version. I did not even try to get the black and gold version because that was the yeah, NFT no. version. So I say I, yeah, not, NFT. <laughs> I well, you know, I it, 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 you it can't really, hear my eye roll. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I will just say this loud and clear for anyone who's listening: NFTs. I know you'll bleep <laughs> out I know that you'll bleep out. That out. So, I'm gonna cut it out. Good. So
1: it's gonna be awkward. Like I'm gonna say NFTs. <laughs>
3: right. So, but you know, it's a it's a two hundred dollar toy that I'll probably I'll take out of the box. I'll look at it and throw it up you on my it, shelf and never mess with it again. With it
1: again. You're gonna put it back in the box. Put the tape back on so you can resell it later, right? Pretty
3: well, maybe Keep if the I got value. I've I have done that. Uh, because I have I have scalped a few things in my past before. I don't tell Nathan because Nathan is totally against scalpers. <laughs> uh,
2: I feel you. Yeah. I uh, your kind or make my life a little bit more hectic. I'm just saying. Well, you, I, you if bastard. I, if I usually
4: find like the like the rare things, I'll buy them and I'll send them out to people. Like basically what I paid for and then I pay the shipping on it. So,
2: yeah. Actually, yeah. we started a uh I uh, Michael and our friend Danny and I actually started a little bit of a thing of earlier this year no it was last year we called it hashtag #save the vinyl <laughs> <laughs> cuz we were so ticked off at scalpers particularly in the kaiju community it was it was bad dude it was to the point where people were people were making memes to cope and <laughs> uh, they people had people had photographs of people who would go to Walmart on day one, when the Godzilla versus Kong toys come out, and then they would come with oh. three carts, fill them up, buy a clean off the shelves before anybody got there.
1: Yeah.
2: And then go on, you know, eBay or whatever and jack up the prices three, that, that four, five exactly times. Like
1: the, uh, the GPU shortage, too. Uh,
2: yeah. So we were doing, we actually kind of started doing this thing where if, like, if we walked into a store and we got lucky and found something that, One of us was looking at, we're like, do you want this? Yes. And then we started saying like, hey, everybody, if you go in and you find these toys, buy them and then give them to people who will really appreciate them, give them the kids who will really appreciate them or sell them at cost to stick it to these scalpers because they're making everybody's lives more miserable.
1: Look Look at the Pokemon scalpers too. Oh my God.
2: Yeah, you know,
3: I'm we, we time. call that, uh, cause I'm, I'm a big collector too. Like I'm involved with a lot of like different fandoms. So I like to collect things like, you know, growing up uh, in a working class family that, you know, it was a stretch to buy things for, for us as kids. Like once I got to an adult and I have adult money, I can buy whatever I want. So mm-hmm. I'm involved in these collectors groups, pr- primarily Godzilla and Kaiju and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will typically, if I buy something, I will, if, and I decide I don't like it, I'll try to sell it for what we call bro pricing, which is just basically what you paid for it. Yeah. I just want my money back, and that's it. Like I'm not out yeah. trying to scalp. I'm not trying yeah. to like scalp things. Now there have been a couple times where I've sold things higher than what I bought them for, but that's because it's like a supply and demand kind of yeah. kind of oh, yeah. thing. Like you're you're paying for the rarity at that point.
4: Yeah, I was about to go on a rant about how. They scalped the In Space Silver Lightning uh, collection figure.
3: <laughs> God,
2: that is becoming a a little yeah. bit of a grail figure for me because I am bound and determined to get all the In Space um, figures. I have three of them, but good grief, that <laughs> silver! Well, I can't. I I have been to Walgreens. And uh, more in the last two <laughs> months than I think in my entire well, life. If you want, I, my buddy is a Hasbro Pulse member and he will, he bought
4: me mine. And if you need one, I can let him know to get you one. And Make it can, happen.
2: And I can send <laughs> it out to you. Yeah, yeah. Make it happen. Make <laughs> it happen. Because I'm tired of try- of scouring Walgreens and praying <laughs> that it's available for more than five seconds. I mean, oh, it's man. it's almost as bad as buying posters from Mondo, right, Michael? <laughs> oh, I know.
3: Like Mondo, Mondo is Mondo is hands down the worst company as far as like keeping things in stock and they're like well we can't help we can't help it that there's bots buying up all of our stuff on our website well yeah you can yeah you can you just don't give a shit yeah you just don't (laughs) you just don't give a crap is what it is
4: i just got to the point where i i uh i get my friend in england to import all the new figures for me so like I got Oh, the, uh, but
2: what what was, except for that, th- what was going on a few weeks ago? I guess they were shipping without heads. Yeah, yeah. They were, like, <laughs> completely missing how, pieces. How, how? Somebody, there's a bunch of people in Hasbro quality control who just got fired. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> the whole thing, yeah. How uh, do you ship action figures without heads? <laughs> not not
4: only a head, but, like, two Some of them don't even only come with one.
3: (laughs) I mean, you know, Hasbro's quality control has been a little questionable in recent, in re in recent years. Like (laughs) need, like I like to bring up the, um, the, the Dino Thunder White Ranger really awfully, but
2: at least they made good on that. And at
3: least they did. At least they did. You're right. But, but still, yeah, some like those things should not be getting out the door at all. Like some people should be paying more attention. Mm-hmm. But now here, but here's the thing, though. um, It is still a 20 to $30 toy. So to see these grown people online complaining about a 20 to $30 toy, not having like super accurate paint is a little bit ridiculous because, again, it's a 20 to $30 toy. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I there's.
2: Can... Admittedly, there this is a whole podcast episode unto itself, but there is a ridiculous level of entitlement with a lot of, not just Power Ranger fans, just fans of anything geeky and nerdy. I might even go so far as to say, even in things like sports, there's a certain level of entitlement, which is dangerous territory to wade into. We've Mm -hmm. seen what that can do. Mm-hmm. Just look at Star Wars. It's the worst fandom ever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've heard. I've heard rumors about like Star Wars just getting real nasty with it.
1: Yeah. God.
2: A I. People I. I, I have a. I. I have a whole rant I could go into about Star Wars fans. They are impossible to please, and they've mm-hmm. been impossible to please for the at 70s? least twenty-five <laughs> years. I would say. Yeah, you know, and they're highly factional. And there's just these, all of these splinter groups that everyone is in now. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like being, it's like being a Christian and finding out that there's a gazillion denominations. There's denominations of Star Wars fans. It's insane,
1: oh. dude. <laughs> it, like, um, yeah, the Star Wars fans, like, there's, like, Oh, just a vm large amount of hate from all the fans for like the yeah. last three like movies. i said like, no dude. they just oh, it's no. not
2: just it's always popular to uh, to hate whatever has come out and you know it one, was popular two, to hate the pre- <laughs> it was popular to hate the prequels now it's popular to hate disney star wars it never <laughs> ends it never ends out. and it's just so what i find so terribly ironic about it is, you can tell
3: nathan is very passionate
2: about yes, this yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the is their maybe. attitude about george lucas he went from being this creative genius who could do no wrong to take star wars away from him he's ruining it because special editions of prequels to oh they're giving it to disney yay star wars is saved disney makes some movies give it back to george lucas you made your own bed, okay? Yeah, I yeah, would not be surprised. A part man, of bed. the reason that he sold it to Disney is because he was
1: tired of dealing with you. To be fair, <laughs> Disney also just told, asked him to tell them when to stop writing zeros. Hey, like, look! I-,
2: I don't blame I- him. He's, yeah. he's going to be set for about five lifetimes at this his point. His
1: children, and his children's children, and his children's children's children will be set. <laughs> they can spend thousands of dollars a day for the rest of their lives. I, I actually remember,
2: I actually saw an good. interview with George Lucas right after Revenge of the Sith came out, and he basically said, I've made enough money to fail for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could just make whatever I want, and and if nobody cares about it, that's fine. I've got enough money. <laughs>
1: I do like the fact that uh, Dave Filoni came back for uh, The Mandalorian after Clone Wars. Like, he's the Clone Wars Bad Batch and Mandalorian. And I'm like, and uh, Buckabubba Fett. Like, he's doing all of them. And I'm like, thank you, Dave Filoni, for making this continuity so nice. And Darksaber and giving us a lot of Mandalorian backstory and the clones. <laughs> so, you know who does the clones voice? All the clones? Uh, this is really funny. So it's you know American Dad, uh, Klaus yes. the Fish yes. does all the voices for the clones.
3: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, there are whole episodes of Clone Wars where they only have to pay one voice actor. He just talks exactly. to himself. That dude is that's job
1: security right there. <laughs> he does all the voices for the Bad Batch too. He does all the voices for all of that's... them as him as well, except for Omega. That's a whole different
3: story. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, that guy is
4: talented. <laughs> did you ever see, like, the random facts about Star Wars, like how they got the, the TIE fighter noise and stuff? Like, they they ran, like, a, a violin bow across, like, um, uh, an anchor, cable anchor to, like, a, a phone yep. tower?
2: Yeah, uh, you'd be surprised how, because the guy who did the foley for Star Wars was just a genius and was doing things that no one had ever thought to do before. Like, uh... Uh, like he got the laser blast sound effects by like tapping wi- uh, wire cables like they were real that were uh you know st-
3: oh, really yeah. tight you just go yeah. tong
2: tong <laughs> and it's he invented i think that still are done today or uh, to go back to something that Michael and I love <laughs> besides power rangers godzilla godzilla's original roar is actually a musical instrument it was yeah. it, oh, the yeah. composer came up with it
3: well, it's actually too, I think this is, but I think this is primarily, uh, this is primarily legendary's version of Godzilla. His roar is literally them scooting a chair across the floor.
4: That's, that's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like the port, like the, the portion of like the ending portion of his roar. If you, if you listen to it, it sounds exactly like a chair and that's what it is. It's a chair being scooted across the floor now, and that's how they created the roar.
4: Now on the, on the remake version, um, uh... I absolutely just got chills from his roar at the airport and uh my my I damn near slapped my coworker cuz he said he loved the 2001 uh, Godzilla. Oh,
2: you mean 1998? The 98 one, right? Is that the one? The one where it's an iguana? Yes, yes. He said yeah, he... <laughs> that's Godzilla 98. You say Godzilla 2001, and Michael and I think of completely di- something completely different.
3: Totally, like GMK. I'm thinking GMK here. Oh, okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> so uh, Billy and I went to go see the, the the remake of Godzilla in theaters with a buddy of ours. Sure. And the second, he, he's a fairly big Godzilla fan, okay? And so the second he does the atomic blast, like he starts doing the charge up, you just hear him squeal oh yeah he was, he was i uh, he was uh, i did that uh, i, <laughs> did, I, that my... yeah, I did that too yeah i did that too when i saw, <laughs>
2: when i saw godzilla 2014 and i started seeing a charge up i audibly shouted in the theater yes
1: <laughs> Yeah, i'm still sour about that movie they killed out brian Cranston uh, in like 10 minutes i'm still sour about that yeah still well,
2: yeah get in line there's a bunch of people who are
3: you know I, there, but there's also fan theories out there that <laughs> that that Brian Cranston. I know this is like this is like just making excuses at this point. But uh, Brian Cranston just would not have added anything other else to the movie other than what he was there for in the first place, because that is completely a Brody, a uh, Ford Brody story from then yeah, on out. Yeah,
2: yeah. The I've also. Heard of one of the more interesting defenses I've heard of that decision was that by killing off a character that you think is going to be important, mm-hmm. the movie is telling you nobody's safe.
1: There's uh, that, too. Okay. Nobody is safe. And the fact that you don't really get to see the monsters until the very end. Like, you don't really get much of them until the very Thank end. Thank you. I'm glad somebody gets it. And I get that. And it, it's more of a personal story that no one's safe, that everyone can die. It, it's. Mm. It was really well done, and I know a lot of people were mad about it, and I'm still sour that they killed up Brian Cranston because he's great. I love him. But but it does work for the story. It does work for the movie, and that drop-in scene, oh my god, that drop-in scene. The halo jump? Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like in, And, you know, 2014 was a, was a big moment for, like, for the Godzilla franchise because at that point, uh, the last film we had had was Final <laughs> Wars, which...
2: Final Wars is fun. I love Final Wars. I unabashedly love Final Wars. Final
3: Wars is fun. It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but it is like that Showa era. It is that Showa era turned up up to 11. if They even
1: have Zilla in it, and they kill it off in like 10
2: seconds, which is hilarious. Well, also, also you can't go wrong with, Captain
1: Gordon, there are
2: two things (laughs) you don't know about Earth. (laughs) One is me, and the other... Is Godzilla?
1: I, <laughs>
3: um, that is excellent. Thank hey, you I can't know.
1: do that voice for more Billy, than about ten seconds. I need you to watch this movie. I will send you a copy of this movie. It's fantastic.
2: Well, I, who are you talking I, to? <laughs> Billy, you're talking about Billy. Final
1: Wars. I've seen it like ten times at this point. Billy needs to watch Final Wars. I saw it in college. A buddy of mine was super into Godzilla, and he made me watch it. And I was like, I don't want to watch this tip because up to that point, I watched the Godzilla movie, the 20, ninety-eight version. I I did not care for it. I yeah,
2: like, I uh, I saw, whatever. and mind you, maybe one of the reasons I love Final War so much is because it got released on DVD at a very dark time in my life. I was very unhappy. And so this movie comes out, and it is a Red Bull-infused just pile yeah. of, exactly. I, I don't know, like mac and cheese that I'm just like, I have oh. to eat this. <laughs> Right now, this is cinematic comfort food. is one of the most nerd-tastic things I've ever seen. Then I went and got a hold of a friend of mine and said you have to watch this with me it's one of the most nerd-tastic things i have ever seen and then he watched it with me and he's like yes this is glorious
3: well i think that's why we all love the things that we love whether it be godzilla power rangers you know just whatever fandom you're involved in Mm -hmm. to to us it's like it's comfort food like it 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 gets us through like really dark portions in our life like you know Power Rangers got me through a lot of stuff too. It's like my, uh, you know, my parents, both my parents passed away between 2018 and 2020. And so there was a lot of like personal upheaval that I was just trying to bandaid over. And I found, I rediscovered Power Rangers and I started like loving it again. And of course, you know, back in 2014 you know, back in 2014, 2015, you know, I re- rediscovered my love of Godzilla and Kaiju. And so I've, uh, I've used that as sort of comfort food. Now I will say like kind of what we alluded to early in the episode, like your fandom or no, maybe I'm, I'm I take that back. This was our in space recording. Sorry about that. Um, timing timing. Yeah. (laughs) Our, um, uh, there are people in fandom that make things that's, that's their, that's, that's their incomplete and utter identity. That's, but that's dangerous. That's a problem. Like when you make your when you wrap your entire identity around a fictitious uh, about around a fandom surrounding a fictional character, that can be dangerous. Now, there's nothing wrong with using fictional characters as comfort food, as as point as touchstones to you know maybe help you get through yeah. a tough time in your life, mm-hmm. but don't make it your be all end all.
2: Yeah, you know? the I actually the, one of the things that I have been thinking about a lot when when considering this subject. And I saw a guy do a YouTube video where he was talking about how, you know, he says, as a lot of people, including myself, do this, things like comic books are modern mythology. Well, Mm -hmm. the thing about it, though, is that classic mythology was at one point the religious beliefs of a particular country. So Mm -hmm. so at one point, the ancient Greeks, they didn't just tell stories about Zeus and Apollo. They They worshipped Zeus and Apollo. (laughs) They thought they were real. So... To call comic books a, a modern mythology can potentially go into a little bit of a dangerous territory, and I started realizing it's like that's basically fandom for a lot of these people. It's yeah. replaced religion for them because we don't have the shared religious. We don't have to sh- quite have the shared religion that would form a lot of ancient cultures anymore. So that yeah. fandom is filling that vacuum, which is why, like I said, it can be dangerous because if you wrap because. Things like, and I don't want to put down the things that we're talking about because you know, uh, at all. I mean, if Michael, and I spent three and a half hours talking about Power Rangers in space. Like, today, I, okay? I just see someone
1: yeah. running up with like, uh, oh, like someone running up with like a diamond or something like that. Bobber, like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that just sounds kind of awful. But my point being, <laughs> my my point being that people that. The problem with fandom is that it can't fill the same role that it, uh, that religion would do a for a lot of people. Do, yeah. It yeah. can't. It's impossible to do that, which is where I think a lot of these things, like entitlement and all that, they feel like they own it, and then they yeah. get to dictate you know, everything that cool. goes on in it. And I'm going to tell you, because I'm a creative writer myself, you can't just cater to people. Because if you keep catering to people, you're a lot of times you're just going to get a lot of the same stuff Over and over and over again, you have to give them something new, even if they don't think they necessarily want it. And that's the thing. So I firmly believe that it needs to be a conversation between creator and audience. You can't leave it entirely in one or the other because giving too much power to audience or to creator is potentially asking for trouble. And as a creator, you need to at least be conscious of the needs and wants of your audience.
1: Well, no. look at, uh, look at, uh, look how uh, you know, you guys caught up on Boba Fett yet or no? I have. Okay. Well, look how Boba Fett where they're like, we need to not go back to Tatooine. Don't do it. We wanted something different. We want something different. And they stuck with their guns on this one and they made it to like a crime boss show. And I think that works really well for the series. Yeah, I mean, and, but great. unfortunately,
2: people are complaining about it. I, speak, to relate it back to Power Rangers, apparently, people were like, "How dare they put Power Rangers in yeah. Star Wars with those, with that cy, with that oh you know, God, cyborg was, gang?" And I'm like, "I love the cyborg gang." I'm was like, fun. "What is your <laughs> problem with the cyborg gang? Are you telling me, oh well, what?" I, and the thing is, is I've seen some videos where people talk about it. I was like. Why is this a problem? Please articulate your reasons for why this is a problem instead of just spending 10 minutes saying, This is awful and it's ruining Star Wars. Give me specifics. Why? (laughs) Do you think it doesn't fit aesthetically or whatever? Give me something.
1: Look at those guys. uh, Look at those people who bitched and moaned about uh, uh, the Green Ranger from Dino Fury being a lesbian. Like Mm -hmm. they bitched and moaned about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, We got lesbian rocks and uh, lesbian rocks and Stevie Universe. Uh, my, you know, you know what
2: my, you know what my response to that was? She's not even the first. Did you forget about 2017 yeah. Treaty? Oh, that movie. She, yeah, she's just said uh, 2017 Treaty is sitting over in a corner being a wallflower,
1: saying, "Did y'all forget about me?" Apparently, you <laughs> did. Is, well, everyone, everyone forgot about Becky G. Anyway, like I don't even hear about her.
3: Right, I right. haven't heard
1: but, her music in forever. It's
3: fine. Right, and the, and the thing and the thing about that is like it was all ridiculous. It, I feel like it was all ridiculous. Yeah, I can't
2: overdone. believe how crazy people have gone, whether positive or negative. Over two girls holding hands. Good grief yeah. people. <laughs> two girls hold hands and you lose your mind. Like, oh minds. no. Oh no, you're yeah, holding hands. Now I'm just thinking of the Joker, you know, from The Dark Knight where he's like, make Trini a bisexual and, and nobody cares.
3: <laughs> two girls well, I, hold I, hands and power rangers. Well everyone loses their mind. I, I think I, I think that the reason why <laughs> people I think the reason why people have glossed over you know uh 2017 trini and then they're all they're solely focused on you know uh um uh Tessa Real and uh uh Izzy is yeah. because it is so explicit it is it is just kind of there and it's it actually
1: is, they actually hold hands in the movie yeah, they, they didn't actually, actually hold hands the, like, nothing they're actually,
3: there yeah they're actually doing <laughs> stuff like and I, and like, I, and, and reputation and reputation is and uh, representation there we go is great like i'm all for representation i just like I just feel like the whole story surrounding that particular episode could have been written a little, even a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. My, I, I, I gotta, bit, I can't wasn't. begin
2: to tell you when I actually sat down and watched the episode, just how ridiculously overblown it. W- I felt like yeah. all the hype yeah, around like- it was. And I'm like, I'm sitting here watching this, and it's like, so this is the best thing in Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> and- <laughs> uh, horrible <laughs> sitcom shenanigans that I have seen a thousand times before. Got it. I'm, I'm sitting there watching,
1: and I'm like, "This is somehow ending children's beliefs and everything." Okay, <laughs> right. whatever. And, I,
3: and I'm glad, that, <laughs> and for the and for the people, and for the people that that means so much too. I am so happy for those folks. Like yeah. it—it's it, just another episode to me. Yeah. As just, it uh, wasn't right. bad.
1: Like it was—it was cheesy as I'll get out, but it wasn't like the worst episode of Power Rangers. I've no, seen. it wasn't. No, was no like, there's
3: look, there's been worse. There's been worse episodes. There's been worse seasons of Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it, I, I seriously don't believe. I seriously don't believe two chicks holding hands is going to break anything.
2: <laughs> if this franchise can survive Turbo and Megaforce, I think it's
1: going to be okay.
2: Somehow I think it'll, it'll survive Megaforce uh,
1: somehow. Oh Oh, yeah. If they could survive that, I'm pretty sure they could survive, you know, not, you know, two girls holding hands for like less than 30 seconds Mm -hmm. in total, the whole season.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, (laughs) it's fine. Like, like I said, whoever, like to all the people that that made them feel seen or appreciated and represented. Great. Fine. You know that I'm glad you guys had that moment that you guys can look back on and smile at. That's, that's fantastic. I just, I just don't understand the like the the, the
1: vitral hate for
3: the vitral hate for it one, <laughs> and the overhypedness of it now. Yeah, uh, you know it is great that there is now officially representation in Power within Rangers.
1: Yeah, main canon series, within main
3: yeah. yeah within main within the main canon of the series that's a big deal. I re- I, I recognize that, but yeah. you know again that as a as a straight white dude they. That means right. more that that means less to me, and yeah, I don't was, mean this. I don't mean yeah. this to sound mean. I'm not trying to sound mean or disrespectful, yeah. but it doesn't mean as much to me as it does, uh, say someone like see someone it. like my sister who is gay. Yeah.
1: You know, well, you can't see it through their eyes. You can't. Right. You just physically can't see it through their eyes. Right. You just have no idea. You can't process it. Uh, we had a, we had a creator on uh, Clayton who does neon lights. Mm-hmm. It's a fan based series, and he got his actors to come on. He's he's a gay white dude, and yeah. he he can't see how the black the uh, main lead's a black guy. He's like, I can't see how he sees the world at all. I I just cannot see it. I never can, never will. I want uh, he got him to come help him write the character.
2: Yeah, I like, I, I I'm gonna tell it. you right now. I don't think it necessarily has to be limited to demographics. I don't think uh, you have to work to see the world the way it just every individual person sees it, because we're all going to see it differently. It doesn't matter what our demographics are. I mean, mm-hmm. you could look at – I mean, we're four white guys here. We all see the world differently. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't no, matter. It's, outside, you know?
1: it's fine. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah. I'm just guys. saying. It's I'm just good. saying, <laughs> what, the, the danger that you run into is when you start – Treating groups of people monolithically, that's where you start getting into dangerous territory. So, I think it needs to be on an individual uh, basis. Where,
1: uh, it, it was the uh, hate everyone equally kind of <laughs> equally. that's it's how fine. some people deal with <laughs> yeah. it. Yes, look, <laughs> look, it does work. I,
3: I, I'm on record of saying I love my animals more than I love people most of the time. Oh, so true. That's, that, that's that's that <laughs> I love my cats more than I love people most oh, you're a of the cat time. Guy. Yeah, I'm so I, I so I see uh, so I, so let me
2: get this straight, Michael. In case the house is on fire, you're saving the cats first, and I, on the other hand, am going to have to haunt you like a Psycho Ranger ghost. I see how this works. Got it.
1: Well, you kind of fit the description. You're fine. Well, you're more, I will you're...
2: become the biggest thorn in your side as a real life Phantom Ranger. You will not know what to do with yourself.
1: It's like imagine this face when you touch yourself.
3: <laughs> you're you're more of a ferret, Nathan. So, uh... so weird. I, I, I'm not just a,
2: hey. I'm not just a ferret. I am flame ferret. Okay.
3: You are the ferret. <laughs> oh, that is okay. That there is so much that I'm gonna that I can unpack with that, but I'm not
2: going I, to. exactly. I was setting you up. If you wanted to go there, you can go. I'm not go going there. to. I'm not going to because
3: I am a respectful co-host. Um, <laughs>
2: (laughs) only when you want to be, (laughs) but yes, if, come the the frick on dude, when we got to astronomer, I I said, I said, go ahead, go on, pick on me all you want. It's like, all right, astronomer simp. I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: if the house was on, if the house was on fire, say Nathan and I were were, were roommates. The house was on fire. He was still asleep. I could only get out within the next like 10 minutes. I would, track down my cats, and maybe the most expensive toy that I own like <laughs> <in Luke. laughs>
1: Like He's just being straight up with you, man. It's all good. At least he's honest.
3: <laughs> I- I've just two
2: words for you, Michael. Obnoxious poltergeist.
1: <laughs> two words for you, Michael. It's on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't he's believe in you down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: that it doesn't matter if you don't believe in ghosts the ghosts believe in you (laughs) you and by by believe in you i mean we're gonna tie all your shoelaces together and put buckets of water on your door (laughs) the coldest possible water (laughs) you know i tell you
3: what i will keep a i will keep a little packet of salt in my pocket (laughs) around me at all times yeah um like all supernatural style, and just break that bad boy out anytime I feel. Anytime I feel your cold, stinky breath trying to haunt me, then I will, I will uh, put that salt ring around myself. So there you go, sir. We
4: should get like a Ouija board and then channel Nathan. And then when he's on the line, we just put him on hold and leave.
1: <laughs> stuck there forever. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you guys picking the phone? What? Yeah. Was like, it'd be like. So, so now that you said
4: uh, said now that you said roommates would would twins like two twins and a in the in the mother would they be called womb mates?
1: Get out right
2: now! Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> was troubled, that was
2: bad. Hey, Michael, should I reveal one of my favorite puns from our Zio episode?
4: Yeah, I'll do it sure you go, for it. go for it
2: <laughs> this is personally my favorite we're talking about that absolutely ridiculous finale and uh, i said huh clearly in this scene Ma- uh, king mondo represents big tech all
1: right you want to wrap it up billy
2: yeah i do want to say this before uh before we uh before we wrap things up i do want to thank you guys for having us on you are the first ranger podcast that you have let the you know these two new guys on the block you know come on and it's much hey, appreciated
1: dude, we're the new guys too man. yeah <laughs> that's what it is we're the new guys and uh i see it as uh, we bring everyone else up with us we don't You know, we're gonna bring everyone else up with us. We got this. We're going to the top, and everyone below us is gonna be right with us. I
4: feel like I should be walking around with like Coke bottles on my fingers and like tapping them, be like, "Power
3: trip, come out and play." (laughs) (laughs) Whoever. Whoever's the last one to make it to the top gets eaten by the bear. It's fine.
1: Wait,
3: no, it no, this is a power.
2: This is a Power Ranger podcast. It would have to be a bear monster. Actually. Oh yeah,
3: oh, okay. yeah. Oh no, it would be. It would be the bear monster from Big Bad Big Bad Oh there
2: yeah, oh, okay. There you go. I've never heard uh-oh, that uh-oh. And no, yeah. Uh, I'm sure the I'm sure the monster's name is unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: uh, <laughs> we had a, we, we had a we had a guest on um, for uh, for uh, Western Strike, and <laughs> I was like, "You're being racist against Flapper. He's super white."
4: <laughs> you could tell. You could tell this episode went zero to a hundred real quick.
3: <laughs> oh, and, hey, hey, I, I'll, I'll give you this. At least you're better at puns than Nathan.
2: Okay. <laughs> Shut your mouth, sir. <laughs> Do
1: you kiss your mother with that mouth?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So so to help land the plane, yes, I to to second what Nathan just said. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure uh talking with you on on this show. Like it's been it's been fun we've only we're only like i think at the time of this recording we're only like four episodes No, three episodes in well four if you count the intro the the intro yeah yeah four if we're in at the intro episode this is just a passion project and we just wanted to we just enjoy the fact that we get to talk to people about the the stuff that we love and we just appreciate it so um if you guys are good i guess we can do shameless plugs
4: oh yeah yeah
3: definitely okay All right, Nathan, if you want to, if you want to go first, since it is your spiritual gift and all,
2: (laughs) as I have so much, uh, I have so much I could, I could talk about. And at this point, Michael's heard it so many times. He could do it for me. (laughs)
3: Do you want me to you be No,
2: your you translator?
3: I can, I guarantee you, I could do it better. <laughs>
2: oh, 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 it oh, we're saving that down down for it. We're saving that for April fool's day. We'll trade places then. I don't know. I'm, I'm totally making crap up. <laughs> but no, yes, I'm Nathan March and writer and podcaster. I guess I'll throw that on there. I'll do the writing stuff first. Cause I don't talk about that stuff as much as I feel like I should. But I have an author website. Uh, I have an author website, NathanJSMarchand.com. Yes, I have two middle initials for my two middle names, and NathanMarchand.com was already taken. When I was trying to get those domains, I'm going to find that guy. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to feed him to the monster of the week. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you can go check out my stuff there it, it's it, that website is in desperate need of being updated but it's a good place to find out about my books and my other writings i write for kaiju ramen uh, michael's magazine so i'm gonna plug that right there by the way i don't know if this is coming out in time but if you if it does anybody listening to this please go support kaiju ramen on kickstarter if at all possible <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Kickstarter's done in what three days at this point, so yeah, it I don't probably know.
3: This episode will probably be out well before we after. Can, uh, we can make an announcement or something like that on our Instagram or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. There, well, there Is you, there you go. So yeah, go support Kaiju Ramen while you we still are can.
3: we are currently three dollars away from ten thousand.
2: When their wow. goal was six thousand.
3: When our yeah. goal send was six thousand.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Send links and stuff. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, uh, so there's that, and yeah, and then also I, I basically run a podcast empire at this point. It's a little insane. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> my flagship show is the Monster <laughs> Island Film Vault, a podcast seeking entertainment and enlightenment through tokusatsu. It's about film appreciation. It's both. Ent- and when I say entertaining and enlightening, I mean that. So you get, as Michael pointed out, you get audio drama and you get academic analysis. And I know it doesn't sound like that should work, but I found a way to make it work. I don't know how I made it work, but I made it work. And so, yeah. And I do have, I do actually have some Power Ranger stuff slated to come along the in the new season and th- partly thanks to michael because he's one of my patrons and he requested an episode dedicated to green with evil so Ooh. we will be diving headlong into that as a little bit of a tie-in with the power trip because it's very easy to spend a whole podcast episode just talking about that five-parter and then my other show is henshin men with uh, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures, which I co-host with uh, Michael and I's co-host in common because common writer. <laughs> and dog. <laughs> I made the dog angry. But anyway. <laughs> so, Travis Alexander. And so that's all about uh, Henshin, Henshin Heroes. So, uh, currently, we're, we have, I've been doing some one-off episodes because Travis needed some time off, but our, uh, we go through a couple episodes of a Henshin Hero TV series, and we're currently going through the original Kamen Rider and, with plans to branch out and go in some other directions. We are seriously considering doing some Sentai, actually, after we're done with Common Rider. So, relevant to all y'all's interests. Mm-hmm. And Well, we've already talked about the Power Trip, so I will let Michael handle
3: that. Well, my name is Michael. Of course, I am the host of the uh, Power Trip podcast, A Journey Through the Power Rangers franchise, where we just... In broad strokes, appreciate uh, the love or uh, the the wonder and majesty that is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers franchise and all of its goodness. Where did we do things season by season? I know a lot of a lot of uh, Ranger podcasts they talk about them episode by episode or in episode blocks or episode chunks. We decided to talk about them in broad strokes, where we examine the Ranger teams, the themes, the villains, and even some of the more uh, the deeper thematical elements throughout each season uh i also am one of the co-hosts of our flagship podcast kaiju weekly we publish episodes every wednesday uh where we cover the news and we just appreciate the uh giant monster genre from a very accessible perspective um i'm also the co-creator of kaiju ramen magazine shameless plug My magazine, uh, we we are a magazine we publish quarterly and we celebrate the giant monster genre and the fans that love it. Uh, You can find out more about that project at kaijuramanmedia.com and you can find out more information about all of our podcasts uh, at kaijuramanmedia.com dot com slash podcasts and you'll ha- you'll find links there to everything that we're involved in. Uh, the Henshin Men, Kaiju Weekly, and The Power Trip. So it's a lot of fun and again thank you guys so much for letting us come on. I'll, and it, this uh, conversation. I'll
1: make sure all the links here are going to be in the description for everyone. yeah And, yeah. and if you
3: want uh, we'll send you
2: our social media links as well if you want to <laughs> add those. XML,
1: social media. You want to plug your social media now or no?
2: Uh, I can do that. The, you can follow me on Twitter at Nathan Marchant7. The, the, the podcast is at the Monster Isla One, that's for the Film Vault and Henshimen. I believe is Henshimen Pod. I haven't looked at that. I haven't looked at that handle in a long time. And the and there's also a Facebook page for myself as an author, and also for the for the podcast uh, for the Film Vault. And then the Film Vault also has a corresponding Facebook group called the Markalite Lounge. Okay. If you want to join send me,
1: that, send me all the links. I'll put them all in the description. All right, here, okay.
3: Yeah, we also have a uh, Facebook group that we started for pow- the Power Trip podcast called Power Rangers Legacy. It's it's not strictly there to promote the podcast. We do want to encourage folks to get in there, have conversations, and just share their love of the franchise. Uh, you can find about, you can find out more about the pod about the Power Trip mm-hmm. on Twitter at the Power Trip Pod. It is the Power Trip Pod, right, Nathan? I can't remember. So it's the Power Trip Pod on Twitter. We don't have an Instagram yet. Uh, We don't have any. I do have an Instagram
2: for the for the film vault. I will say that, yeah.
3: Um, but you can find out. All of our socials are on the website. You can find it there. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It, It is what it is. So. Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anything. I feel like I'm I think we've
2: something. covered enough, dude. We've gone <laughs> long enough. I think I'm forgetting
3: something, but it's yeah, fine, come, I,
2: uh, dude. Like, can we just? Can, I mean, as much as I know, we love it. We have uh, we have been podcasting for at least half the day, if not longer. So, <laughs> Yeah, so you talking half the day? Okay,
1: just talking Yeah. Right half the Okay, yeah. Yeah.
3: it's 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 a chore. It's a chore <laughs> for sure. It's a chore. Well,
1: so. uh, it's a labor of love.
4: Thanks again for listening to this episode of Zero to hero Podcast. If you definitely like what you hear and want to keep up with us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ZioToHero. 2 hero We are on TikTok at Z2Hpod. And we have a website of ZO2Hero.com.
3: wait
1: why is this folder empty is it still recording
3: because we're recording
1: oh. now
2: why, why oh. did
3: you
1: send well, i was just oh so you have it god oh got it
3: what i was like are there show what notes I <laughs> that i need come on do you understand now like do you understand now what i have to deal with dude <laughs> I'm a i am thought admit. they
2: were sending me show
1: notes you a-hole <laughs> no, we don't do those. Come on. No, we don't do show
3: notes. They don't do no, they, they're like us. They don't do show notes. Uh-uh, not
1: at
0: all. <laughs> <laughs>